The Tao of Self-Confidence, Episode 697. Welcome to the Tao of Self-Confidence, where I share stories of amazing women who have discovered their inner journey to self-confidence. Visit our website at thetaoofselfconfidence.com. Your inner journey to self-confidence awaits. Well, hello, friend. Welcome to the Tao of Self-Confidence, where I share stories of amazing women who have discovered their inner journey to self-confidence. I'm your host today, Sheena Yap Chan, and today I have a phenomenal lady on the show today. She's the co-founder of WeBar, and I'm really excited to have her on and share her story with us today on self-confidence. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to Linda Tang. Linda, how are you today? Maybe you can fill in a little bit more about yourself to the listeners. Awesome. Hi, Sheena. Thanks for having me on the show. I am really excited to share a little bit more about my story and hopefully enlighten your listeners with a little bit of, you know, my journey in where I, how and where I got to now. So I'm, as you mentioned, I'm the co-founder of WeBar, which is a bar studio here in Singapore. And we also have a studio in Hong Kong. But originally I'm from Australia, which is why I have this um, Australian accent, but I've been living in Singapore for the last 10 years. So my accent's a little bit all over the place, but Yeah, that's a little bit about me. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that. And Linda, what's your cultural background? Okay, so I am Chinese by heritage. So my parents are from China. They're from this province called Xinjiang. It's near the northwest, near the border of Russia. And my mom is actually a little bit Russian because it's really close to the border. And back in the days, people jumped borders with the war and everything. And anyway, so my parents immigrated to Australia in the 80s. And I was actually born in Melbourne. I grew up there my entire life. But someone once described me as someone with a Asian heart, but a Western mind. And I find that's quite accurate of, you know, how I look at life and how I live my life as well. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that. And what would be your favorite self-confidence quote? Oh, I mean, there's so much out there nowadays, but I guess one that really rang true to me that I felt I resonated with because of my entrepreneurial journey, I guess, is she believed she could, so she did. And uh, I like that just because it's simple and it really comes back to you can do anything you want and you can do anything you believe you want to set your heart out to do. And there is nothing too great or too small as long as, you know, you want it and you're willing to put in the work, you can get there. And I firmly believe that in life. And I hope to spread that to everyone I meet to empower them to kind of live their dreams and do a little bit more than what they thought they could. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that great quote. And in your own words, how do you define self-confidence? Self-confidence to me is, I feel like multifaceted, but I think what really grounds me with self-confidence is a lot of it is knowing yourself and loving yourself and accepting yourself. And I guess that's easier said than done. I mean, we're in a world nowadays where everyone's talking about self-love and self-care, but to really be comfortable with who you are, and that could be the good, the bad, the ugly, and to embrace that and to kind of live that unapologetically and be okay with those areas that you're trying to improve and you're still discovering and really celebrate those strengths that you have that you are really proud of as well. I think as as an Asian woman, we're always taught to be more humble and, and you know, a lot of people always like to look at their weaknesses and look at where they can do better, but also being able to celebrate what you're good at and to own that and to really embrace that. So I feel like self-confidence to me is, in summary, loving yourself, accepting yourself and really owning up and living the good, the bad, the ugly and all of it. Thanks for sharing that. And I think that's a great definition that you mentioned. And Linda, what was your life like before your discovery of self-confidence? 
So, so Sheena, before you asked me to do this, you know, I was thinking about what kind of stories I could tell and how, I guess, honest I wanted to be or, you know, how raw I wanted to be with what I wanted to share. And then today I thought to myself, you know, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to really do it wholeheartedly. And, you know, there's no point kind of sharing what I feel like I've discovered without like going back to how I got there and no matter how rough that would have been. And honestly, I felt like through my 20s, I mean, I'm 33 now, but through my 20s, I wasn't secure. I think that I had a lot of insecurities about myself, whether it's about the way I looked, the way that people looked at me or how I wanted to please others. And I think that life was was hard because you're in this constant battle to try to please others. And I think I, I, I was definitely guilty of that um, to try get that reinforcement of you know my own self-confidence so when when my life was like revolving around you know pleasing others I felt that it was really hard to be at peace with who I was and I think that generated a little bit more anxiety you know making decisions maybe for the wrong reasons and honestly I I was in a really long relationship with someone that I felt like didn't celebrate the things that I loved about myself and I think that kind of took a toll on my self-confidence so as much as I try to fake it deep down inside I didn't feel that great about who I was at that point in time. Thanks for sharing that. I think that's something we all go through, especially like as Asian women, it's, you know, the pleasing and, and, you know, living for other people, not realizing like that really hurts us in the end and we can't really be our true selves. But what was that point in your life when you realized you were more than enough to be who you are today, you know, have that confidence? What was that aha moment? Yeah, to be honest, in this relationship I was in, it was for about six, seven years. And actually, I was married to this person who I'm no longer with now. But, you know, there were definitely good times as well as bad. But I I feel what happened through that relationship was that I was trying to be the person that I felt he wanted me to be. And I suppressed part of me that I felt like maybe made him feel less of a man than he wanted to feel like. And, um, you know, through that, I just started to accept that way of life. And before I knew it, I had adapted to this person you know I don't think I changed necessarily but I just wasn't the sparkly person I used to be and I think when I looked in the mirror at myself I didn't completely love who I was but but I guess choosing to marry someone you know I thought that was the life I accepted and I adapted to so I was going to make the most out of that situation versus you know fighting him on that and trying to be you know the person that I wanted to be so so through that it was really tough I, I definitely felt that I didn't completely embrace who I was and it was this constant battle to please him and and try to be the person I felt he wanted me to be. And when that ended, it was an opportunity for me to really start from scratch and to really discover myself again. And at the beginning, it was really hard because, you know, you build this life with someone and you think you're going to have this lifetime that it's all mapped out in your head. And then suddenly you're alone and, you know, where are you going to live? How are you going to survive? How are you going to provide for yourself? And all of those questions were kind of coming down on me. And, but I think once I kind of started to see the light from that, from that situation, I started to really self-discover and reflect back on, you know, what could I learn from that, that situation, that relationship and, and what can I take on to be better, to live a better life, to live a happier life? And in doing that, I, I started discovering myself. And that was, you know, first of all, looking at myself and looking at what did I love about myself and what did I lose? What did I feel like I had lost or left behind or suppressed that, you know, I wanted to kind of embrace and own again. And slowly but surely, you know, I did a lot of meditation. I did a lot of soul searching and looking at what my purpose I felt like 
for life was and where my values were. And in doing that, I really started to find myself again. And it was so surreal because people started coming up to me and some people were people I was really close to and some people were like my hairdresser or someone who I'd seen like once in a year. And then they would start saying to me things like, I see this sparkle in your eyes that wasn't there last year. Or, you know, you're like a different person now and you're, you know, you're really kind of shining and you really feel like you're comfortable and you're happy with who you are. And it wasn't until people started telling me that, that I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I was going to accept a lifetime of um, me kind of not really embracing me for who I was and probably not being at the most confident that I could be. And, and it was only through that experience that I really found myself. And then going into my thirties, I felt like I reached a point where I was the most secure I'd ever been in my life and and that was really recognizing and really loving me for who I was you know the good the bad the ugly you know it's not about being perfect or being this person where I'm like yes I love everything about myself it's not about that but it's just really being comfortable in my own skin and knowing the the areas that I want to improve on but also celebrating the areas that I'm so proud and I'm so happy to be and really kind of serving that purpose in life and yeah trying to make a difference with everyone around me to help them also be true to who they are and be able to live their best life as well. Thanks for sharing that. And I think, you know, it's great you were able to go out there and work on yourself and be yourself again. I know sometimes bad things, I know sometimes bad things happen, but you know, everything happens for reason, like you mentioned. And like for you, when one door closes, another one opens and it was an opportunity for you to work on yourself and love yourself for who you truly are. And, you know, because of that, what's your life been like now? So a life after the discovery, for me, it wasn't really kind of like a one minute, you know, I click my fingers and I I found myself. I think it was definitely a progression and also allowing myself to take that journey, you know, at my own pace. But I think slowly but surely I came into my own and and you know, life has been so different since and sometimes I look at my life now and I can't imagine having possibly lived my, you know, previous life having to have to accept that for the rest of my life. Sometimes I'm like, wow, like was I really going to not, you know, embrace who I was and live the life I have now because it is so different. I think first of all, I'm just so clear with the purpose I have in life and the values that I uphold. And in doing that, I I really wake up every day feeling so empowered. Um, And it sounds cliche, but I really do wake up and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I can't wait to make an impact today. Whether it's someone that I bypass on the train or whether it's someone part of my team in my studio, but, you know, really being clear of, of my purpose, my values and being so comfortable with myself. I feel like I'm really able to offer a lot more to the people around me. And doing that just makes me feel like it's all worth it in the end and I'm making a difference. And I see that, you know, telling my story or empowering others makes a difference in their lives as well. And at the end of the day, like for me, that's that's what life is about. Yeah, so I just, I, I just feel so happy, so comfortable. I feel so liberated. I feel so free. And I just genuinely love life so much more, you know, every single day. So I just feel like the world is your oyster and, you know, anything can happen. Thanks for sharing that. And, you know, to the woman who's listening to your episode, she may be in her own journey to self-confidence. What would be that one tip you'd give to her? You know, we all go through it. And people come up to me all the time and say, oh, I thought you were so confident. I had no idea. Like, you've also gone through your own insecurities. And, you know, we see so much on social media and we see people who hold their head up high. But, you know, we we all go through insecurities and we are all on our own journey. And it's okay. Like, first of all, it's okay. And don't be afraid to reach out to someone that you feel like 
you can lean on or that you can trust because there are many people out there that are feeling exactly the way that you do. And secondly, you know, love yourself for who you are because when you know your worth, when you know what you don't want to settle for and you know how valued you are to yourself, then naturally everyone else will realize that as well. And it's, it's really as simple as that. You know, when you aren't sure about yourself, you know, that energy is sent out and people pick up on that. And then, you know, sometimes people can take advantage of that or people can feel that, yeah, they can use, they can use that to whatever motive they have. But when you really value yourself and you really know your worth, then that confidence that you naturally will exude and that energy that you will send out every single day wherever you go is so powerful so yeah don't underestimate that and just love yourself and embrace yourself and be the truest person to yourself as you can and then everything else will follow thanks for sharing those great tips and if our listeners wanted to get to know a little bit more about you and what you do or check out some of your work is there any links or social media profiles we can connect with yeah sure i would love to connect my instagram is linda underscore tang so that's l-i-n-d-a underscore t-a-n-g otherwise uh yeah reach out to me there send me a dm and i'd be happy to connect and you know listen to your story and share mine and yeah if, if there's anything i can do if if any of what i've shared has resonated with you and you know you want to ask me a little bit more i'm like happy to chat and discover more together Thanks for sharing that. And to our listeners, if you want to connect with Linda, you can also head on over to the selfconfidence.com and search for Linda's name. Her show notes will pop up along with everything else that we talked about. And I really just want to thank Linda today for taking the time to share her story and tips with us on self-confidence. So thank you so much, Linda. Thank you so much, Sheena. It's been a pleasure sharing. And I hope this story or my journey will inspire someone out there also to live their best life as well. Thanks again. And I'm pretty sure someone out there will resonate with your story and realize, you know, what is possible after hearing it. So thanks again for being on the show. And to our listeners, be on the lookout for another new episode of another amazing woman's journey to self-confidence. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to another amazing episode of the Tao of Self-Confidence. Visit our website at thetowofselfconfidence.com to check out cool resources, blog articles, show recaps, and so much more. Your inner journey to self-confidence awaits.